Longing for light, we wait in darkness. Longing for truth, we turn to you. Make us your own, your holy people, light for the world to see. Christ be our light, shine in our hearts, shine through the darkness. Christ be our light, shine in your church, gather today. Longing for peace, our world is troubled. Longing for hope, many despair. Your word alone has power to save us. Make us your living voice. Christ be our light. Shine in our hearts. Shine through the darkness. Christ be our light. Shine in your church. Gather So welcome to our Mass here now from the Church in Abbey Field. So we begin as always by making the sign of the cross in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And the grace and the peace of God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. So good morning everybody. Uh, first of all welcome to our people who are gathering with us here in the church. It's lovely to have a congregation back with us again this weekend. And we welcome all who are joining us over the Internet Church Services TV system. And indeed, a very special welcome to all who are joining us on the West Limerick 102 FM radio station, where we have the privilege of bringing you the celebration of Mass each Sunday morning. Today we're in the second Sunday of Advent. The second, light is, the second candle is lighting in our Advent read. And our opening hymn, Christ Be Our Light, we are calling on Christ to come and enlighten our world, to take us away from the darkness of despair and sin and death, and I suppose especially during these days, to give us hope to look beyond our current experience with the coronavirus. Today in our Mass we want to remember James O'Sullivan of Nagashtal, whose anniversary it is today, the first anniversary, and we welcome members of his family who are joining us here. Also this morning we want to remember Cyril Collins, uh, late of Ballina, County Mayo, uh, and late of Church Street in Newcastle West, with relatives in Newcastle West and here in Abbeyfield as well. So we include all of these and indeed all of your intentions in our Mass today. So we gather in a spirit of hope in Advent, but also in a spirit of forgiveness and being sorry for our sins. And we ask the Lord now to grant us the fullness of his love and forgiveness as we briefly call to mind our sin. You raise the dead to life in the spirit, Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the sinner, Christ, have mercy. You bring light to all who are in darkness, Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sin, and bring each of us to everlasting life. And let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, may no earthly undertaking hinder those who set out in haste to meet your Son, 
but may our learning of heavenly wisdom gain us admittance to his company who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. So now we have the readings from the Word of God from the second Sunday of Advent. First readings from the prophet Isaiah. Console my people, console them, says your God. Speak to the heart of Jerusalem and call to her that her time of service is ended, that her sin is atoned for, that she has received from the hand of the Lord double punishment for all her crimes. A voice cries, prepare in the wilderness a way for the Lord. Make a straight highway for our God across the desert. Let every valley be filled in, every mountain and hill be laid low. Let every cliff become a plain and the ridges a valley. Then the, Lord, the, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all mankind shall see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up on a high mountain, joyful messenger to Zion. Shout with a loud voice, joyful messenger to Jerusalem. Shout without fear, say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. Here is the Lord coming with power, his arm subduing all things to him. The prize of his victory is with him. His trophies all go before him. He is like a shepherd feeding his flock, gathering lambs in his arms, holding them against his breast, and leading to their rest the mother ewes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The response to the psalm. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace, peace for his people. His help is near for those who fear him, and his glory will dwell in our land. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. Mercy and faithfulness have met. Justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth, and justice look down from heaven. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. The Lord will make us prosper, and our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him, and peace shall follow his steps. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. The second reading is from the second letter of St. Peter. There is one thing, my friends, that you must never forget, that with the Lord a day can mean a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord is not being slow to carry out his promises, as anybody else might be called slow, but he is being patient with you all, wanting nobody to be lost and everybody to be brought to change his ways. The day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then, with a roar, the sky will vanish. The elements will catch fire and fall apart. The earth and all that it contains will be burned up. Since everything is coming to an end like this, you should be living holy and saintly lives while you wait and long for the day of God to come when the sky will dissolve in flames 
and the elements melt in the heat. What we are waiting for is what he promised, the new heavens and the new earth, the place where righteousness will be at home. So then, my friends, while you are waiting, do your best to live lives without spot or stain, so that he will find you at peace. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel acclamation. Alleluia. Prepare a way for the Lord, make his path straight, and all mankind shall see the salvation of God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the good news about Jesus Christ, the Son of God, it is written in the book of the prophet Isaiah. I am going to send my messenger before you. He'll prepare your way. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And so it was that John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. All Judea and all the people of Jerusalem made their way to him, and as they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, they confessed their sins. John wore a garment of camel skin, and he lived in locusts and wild honey. In the course of his preaching, he said, Somebody is following me, somebody more powerful than I, and I am not fit to kneel down and undo the strap of his sandal. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> my dear friends, I remember uh, it was my good friend, Father Johnny Doherty, that I first heard use the expression, Jesus Christ didn't become man to found another religion. There was more than enough of them around already. He came for something else. What was that something else that he came for? Well, Christmas that we're preparing for holds the key. See, Christianity, the faith of those who follow Jesus Christ, has many shapes and forms in our world today. But they all have one thing in common. At the core of all Christian faith is belief in Jesus Christ. That makes Christianity different from all pre-Christian religions because pre-Christian religions could broadly be described as man searching for God. Whereas Christianity turns that in its head. Christianity is not us going in search of God, but God coming in search of us. And if you're going in search of something, normally you need an instrument of some kind. 
I'm sure it's well known here, maybe feel that if you were going to catch a salmon, you would want to bring the fishing rod with you and the bait when you were going to the bank of the river. I know that you have a very dedicated search and rescue team here, maybe feel. So if we were going out in, in the darkness of the night to search for somebody who was missing or lost, I think we might bring a whistle or call out a name. We need something to make our presence known to the person that we're trying to find, something by which that person, if we're in the area where they are, would be able to recognize us. And that's the crucial bit. Something by which our presence could be recognized. When we were the ones that were lost in the darkness, when our God chose to set out to find us, he too needed an instrument, a signal to make sure that we recognized him. What instrument did he choose? A little baby lying in the broad of its back in a manger, defenseless, vulnerable. A little baby couldn't pose a threat to anyone. A defenseless little baby calls, invites, attracts, pleads, craves for attention. Bethlehem is the story of that little baby. It's also the story of the extremities to which our God was prepared to go in order to find us, to unlock the gateway to our hearts, to find a language that we could understand, a signal that we couldn't miss. His signal, a little baby in a manger among the animals, and the little baby's name, message, you wouldn't ignore me, would you? Bethlehem, truly the story of God's search for us, trying to tell us something, namely, that he's crazy totally crazy about each of us. That's why no Christian home should be without the symbol of Christmas, the crib. No Christian home can ever afford to miss the message that God speaks to us in every crib. And to get his message, we have to let it sink deep into our hearts and we all need to spend some time just kneeling before that crib. His message for each of us, God believes in me. God is crazy about me. To touch my heart, he became a helpless little baby in a crib. The crib is God's story, inviting, attracting, pleading, craving for attention. Using an instrument he knows we surely can't resist. That little baby with the outstretched arms, fragile, vulnerable, defenseless, utterly incapable of frightening anybody away, utterly powerful to attract and draw us to him, an irresistible appeal, not to our heads, but to our hearts. 
The manger in Bethlehem answers the question we began with. It's true. Jesus didn't come to found another religion. There were plenty of them there already. He came to find us, to draw us close to him. He came to find you and me. He came in the hope that we'd each welcome him to our hearts. But that's the only and the most important message of Christmas. Wouldn't it be really special if that too was the only and the most important message at the heart of Christmas in our homes this year? So now we pray the creed here and we invite you at home to join with us in praying and professing our faith. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, and through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, and we with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sin, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray to our Father who has come in search of us that in this season of preparation our hearts will be open to receive and to understand his message. With Pope Francis in this season of Advent we pray that our personal relationship with Jesus will be nourished by his word and our own prayer. Lord hear us. Lord graciously hear us. We pray that as we each prepare for Christmas we'll make time to think about the crib and open our hearts to each message, the preciousness of each of us to God. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for those who are caring for the poor and the needy, especially at this time the members of St. Vincent de Paul. We ask the Lord to bless them in their work. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We bow our heads and remember in silence our own personal intentions for a moment. And today we pray especially for James O'Sullivan, whose first anniversary it is. Father, as we journey through this Advent together, may we open our minds and hearts to your presence, not just in the crib, but in each other. And we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen.
pray now, my friends, that my sacrifice and yours would be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Lord, be pleased with our humble prayers and offerings, and since we have no merits to plead our cause, come, we pray, to our rescue, with the protection of your love and mercy, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed at his first coming the loneliness of human flesh and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago and opened for us the way to eternal salvation that when he comes again in glory and majesty, and that all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which now we dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and the powers of heaven, we join in the hymn of your glory as with our end we acclaim, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy therefore these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for all of us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly, we pray that, partaking of the body and the blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one 
by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Brendan Leahy, our Bishop, all the clergy, religious, and all who serve your people. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. And today we pray in a special way for James O'Sullivan, Cyril Collins, and all whom we remember. Welcome them now into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Apostles, St. Ita, John the Baptist, and all who have pleased you throughout the ages, that we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and that we may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him. Amen. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil, graciously grant peace in our day that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ, for the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. And so, Lord Jesus, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sin, but on the fate of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you all us. And we pray for the gift of peace to touch our lives, our families, our communities and our world at this special time of peace in, in our Christian faith. So we pray together now, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called now to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. And may the body and the blood of Christ keep us safe now for eternal life. Amen. Now, for those here in the church uh, who are joining us for Mass this morning, we'd ask you to follow the guidance of the stewards as you come to Holy Communion. 
communion be distributed to your hands, so we'd ask you to put your hand out straight, and the minister and the priest would place the Holy Eucharist into your hands. And we operate the usual uh, system of up the centre and down the sides. now for all of you who are joining us from your homes, we have our prayer of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. And we remember all our dead whom we've been praying for today, uh, James O'Sullivan, uh, Cyril uh, Collins, and also parishioners here in the parish who passed away in the last week or so, uh, Johnny Dorn of Hillview Drive here in Abbeyfield and Jimmy Galvin who died last weekend. So may their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. 
So I have some announcements or notices to read now, for the, particularly for the parish here in Abbeyfield. But some of it may be relevant to other listeners who are joining us from other parishes around West Limerick. Here in Abbeyfield Town, tomorrow evening, Monday the 7th of December, at 5 o'clock, we will have the blessing of the crib in the town square. Uh, people are welcome to attend, but strictly observing the social distancing required. And on behalf of all of us here in the parish, can I offer a word of gratitude and congratulations to all in the Abbeyfield Town Lights Committee, Christmas Lights Committee and all who helped put up the lights and to all who have helped make it possible through sponsorship. More than ever before, the Christmas lights are a very welcome boost to our morale considering the year just passed. And they do help us to lift our spirits and help us to enter into the season of joy, hope and love. And speaking of cribs, and Father Dan referred to it in his homily this morning, uh, right throughout the diocese we are encouraging each home to make sure they have a crib this Christmas and to put it in a prominent place. So if you haven't taken out your crib already or you do not have one, maybe it's time now to make sure you have one and to dust down the one you have. Maybe it needs a little repairing and cleaning so that it will be all ready for Christmas. And this year we want to put a big focus on the crib as well uh, as we will incorporate it into the prayer life of the parish communities around West Limerick. And we will tell you more about that next weekend. Normally this weekend throughout Ireland, the annual Vincent de Paul collection would be taking place, but due to the coronavirus, that's not possible to have the usual church door collection. But we're asking you to help Vincent de Paul by donating using the special blue envelope that's available here in the church as you leave and in other churches as well, and just to put your donation into it and to drop it back here or your local church next weekend. Of course, you can donate directly to Vincent de Paul through telephone or by going online. So Mass is here tomorrow. We'll be at, uh, sorry, today, uh, the second Mass here at 12 noon. And then on tomorrow, Monday, the 7th of December, our Vigil Mass for the Feast of the Immaculate Conception at 7 o'clock. And on Tuesday, the feast day, our Masses will be at 10 o'clock here in the morning and at 7 o'clock in the evening. And of course, now congregations and people are welcome to attend. Just one other, two other notices without going on too long. Um, the Glorock uh, Theatre will be running their bingo this afternoon at the Father Casey um, um, Clubhouse here in Abbeyfield. Uh, everybody remaining in their cars, of course, and that's a great social outlet for people as well. And finally, to say that a significant sum of money was found here in the street in Abbeyfield about two weeks ago. Um, so if anybody has lost a significant amount of money uh, here in the street in Abbeyfield, contact us. We'll put you in contact with the person who has it. So our thanks to everybody who has helped us to celebrate Mass here this morning in Abbeyfield and to all of you for joining us over the internet or over the West Limerick Radio. And indeed, it's so great to see so many of our parishioners back with us here this morning. So let us pray. Replenished by the food of spiritual nourishment, we humbly beseech you, O Lord, that through our partaking in this mystery, you may teach us to judge wisely the things of earth and to hold firm to the things of heaven through Christ our Lord. So the Lord be with you. 
May Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We go in peace now to love and to serve the Lord. O come, O come, Emmanuel, to free your captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, O Israel, to you shall come Dark shadows pour.